0: Hey, did you know Almost Heaven is in Munster, Indiana? John Denver's music was considered to be more or less middle-of-the-road, if not downright conservative, in the wake of rising stars like Janis Joplin and Jimi Hendrix. This issue is confronted early in this latest jukebox boomer musical revival, Almost Heaven, John Denver's America, at the theater at the center in Munster, Indiana. The popular singer-songwriter eventually emerged as the nascent voice of the environmental movement, With songs like Calypso that championed the work of Jacques Cousteau, as well as Rocky Mountain High, Take Me Home Country Roads, Wild Montana Skies, and of course Sunshine on My Shoulders, that unabashedly and exuberantly celebrated the magnificence and simple beauty of nature. This is Reno Lovison, executive producer at chicagobroadcastingnetwork.com and theater reviewer for com, where you can read this review and more. That was an excerpt of Rocky Mountain High featuring Andrew Miller and the cast of Almost Heaven, John Denver's America at the Theater at the Center in Munster, Indiana. We make a point to feature very specific Chicago-oriented content here at chicagobroadcastingnetwork.com, but occasionally I make an exception. This time, primarily because I'm something of a John Denver fan, and also, I was born and spent my early years on the far south side of Chicago, very close to the Indiana border, where towns like Munster are as close to us on the south end of the city as Evanston is on the north side, or Oak Park on the west side of the city. The theater at the center is in Munster, Indiana, but I would urge Chicagoans unfamiliar with the southern regions of the city to explore the area south of McCormick Place. Though a visit to Munster might sound like a vacation getaway to some, the truth is it's about a 35-minute drive from downtown and no further from the loop than driving, say, to Highland Park or Schaumburg. For those already in the burbs, it's a fairly simple trip south on I-294. So expand your horizons and enjoy a very nice venue less than a mile off of Interstate 94 with plenty of free parking. During the late 60s and early 70s Vietnam era, Henry John Deutschensdorf, Jr., grew up on or near military bases throughout the U.S. and abroad, as the son of a U.S. Air Force pilot. This no doubt left the young man, who would later rebrand himself as John Denver, conflicted during the anti-war period. In what was apparently an effort to show solidarity with his generation, early on, Denver covered Phil Oaks' draft dodger rag with lyrics that explain, I believe in God and Senator Dodd, and keep an old Castro down but goes on to humorously list all of the reasons why he cannot serve. Stephen Romero Schaefer, who is the narrative voice of Denver in this production, tells us that Denver was actually excused from military service due to the loss of two toes in a childhood accident. Perhaps as another attempt to connect with his peers, Denver penned I Wish, an ode to the musical festival extravaganza that came to be known as Woodstock. Singing, I wish I could have been there on the highway, when the people came from miles around to see the children of the flowers come together. To me, this song is similar to Garden Party by Ricky Nelson, who suffered from a similar outsider status. Denver did score a huge hit when the folk trio Peter, Paul, and Mary recorded Leaving on a Jet Plane, a ballad he wrote recounting the pain and torment of lovers whose life circumstances required them to be periodically separated. This no doubt sprung from his own time on the road as a performer, but likely spoke to those experiencing the separation of war and other factors related to a generation on the move. Though still quite popular, folk music was on the wane. But the song no doubt made a ton of money, while garnering him a good deal of notoriety. However, the sentimental ballad did little to raise the street cred of the songwriter in the eyes of the psychedelic music crowd. In spite of the cultural atmosphere exuding a more edgy musical sound, Denver proved there was a market for sentimentality with Goodbye Again and, of course, Annie's Song that mixes romantic love with images of nature. You fill up my senses like a night in the forest, etc. in what might be the song that best illustrates the songwriter's overall sensibilities. Somehow Denver was not really a part of the Carly Simon, James Taylor, Carole King crowd, but he did snuggle into that niche of quiet balladeers who gained popularity in the early 70s where I think he found more acceptance. Just a reminder that you're listening to ChicagoBroadcastingNetwork.com. If you enjoy our podcast, be sure to like and share and subscribe. And remember that if you need video production for your business or organization, check out RenoWeb.net. Thanks to friends of the podcast, SpyMovieNavigator.com, and LakeshoreMusicStudio.com. Regarding this biographical production of Almost Heaven, Stephen Romero Schaefer has a very good singing voice, and the requisite boyish good looks reminiscent of Denver to be the point person, but does not really share Denver's vocal quality. What Schaefer lacks is made up primarily by Andrew Muller, who takes the lead in For You and Rocky Mountain High. Out of everyone on stage, Muller seems to embody the spirit of Denver and the tonality of the original singer's voice. Frankly, I would have been content to listen to a concert called Muller Sings Denver. Tommy Maloof, who's featured in Sunshine on My Shoulders, also has the chops, but seemed a bit tentative, even self-conscious at times, making me feel he was not really all that familiar with the material. However, his vocal range and quality does hit the mark on several occasions. With a little more confidence, he can easily rival Muller and raise the overall performance. I assume the incomparable Sarah Geist, who could probably sing the telephone book and make it sound beautiful, as well as the melodic soprano Shannon Macleodney, are included for variety, but in my mind only add further confusion as to what this production is intended to be. I would describe Almost Heaven as more of an ensemble concert with a few biographical introductions, which was something of a disappointment for me, as it doesn't offer a coherent storyline in the style of, say, Jersey Boys or Beautiful. In that way, it's neither a concert nor is it a play. As for having concert status, these five spectacular singers, who also play guitar, banjo, and mandolin, have great technical skill, but could use just a little bit more soul. After all, Denver was known for, and indeed at times criticized for, his over-the-top exuberance. He was full of enthusiasm, much like your favorite camp counselor conducting a fireside sing-along or Pete Seeger at a political rally. Even his most introspective songs were belted out like a cry to be understood. Some of the best moments here are the ensemble numbers, of which there are several. These work possibly because it takes several people to match the energy of one John Denver. Also because the harmonies and vocal arrangements of Jeff Waxman are spot on, aided by the musical direction of William Underwood, with musicians Malcolm Rowell and Allison Tatum. This is a sizable, attractive, and comfortable venue. The scenic proscenium arch created by Ann Davis is a stunning, monochromatic bower of white tree branches reminiscent of Colorado aspens fabricated like Chinese paper cuttings that provide an appropriate, stylized feeling of nature. The lighting seemed generally flat and might be enhanced by a few selective spotlights to isolate the performers at times and provide some intimacy on this sizable and largely underutilized stage. The finale number, in which the entire cast moves completely downstage, was very powerful and made me wish they had done most, if not all, of the presentation at the front of this most ample thrust, which would add more personal interaction with the audience. Since this is more of a concert, moving the musicians forward and into the action would not be bad either. There is a very enjoyable fiddle solo and harmonica solo, which could be made more prominent. As for the sound, again, I feel this was designed from a theatrical point of view, using forehead mics, which are popular in musical theater but generally do not have much presence, providing a more remote and soft sound. These performances might have benefited from microphones that wrap in front of the singer's mouth, or by using more traditional microphones on stands, in a more concert style. My cynical self says this production by Harold Tao is designed as an exploitation of Denver's popularity, rather than a fully conceived theatrical experience. But as a John Denver fan, I say, who cares? What the heck, this is still an opportunity to enjoy and celebrate the music of a man who seemed to unabashedly celebrate the world around him and the experience he was having exploring life. He did this with a naivete that caused him some criticism, but he was true to his boyish nature right up to his untimely end. Almost heaven, John Denver's America is at the theater at the center. 1040 ridge road munster indiana through march 22nd 2020 running time is about 105 minutes with one 15 minute intermission for tickets and information visit theater at the or call the box office at 219-836-3255 chicagobroadcastingnetwork.com is an eclectic chicago lifestyle media blog featuring video and podcast episodes that showcase multicultural and age-diverse people interested in or engaged in art, music, theater, entrepreneurship, and local events. We strive to give a voice and added exposure to those who are not always in a position to get the attention of larger media outlets, perhaps because they're emerging personalities or because their message is directed to a niche audience. If you want to hear some live music in the heart of Chicago, Mike Hollywood with Stan Champion hosts Fret Not Fridays, an open mic performance extravaganza, the second Friday of every month, bringing their special brand of love fest hootenanny to the Independence Tap at 3932 West Irving Park Road, starting at 7:30 p.m. and featuring a fine array of talented comics, musicians, poets, storytellers, and whatever other type of performer who might walk in the door and sign up. This is Reno Lovison, executive producer at ChicagoBroadcastingNetwork.com, signing off with one more selection from Almost Heaven, John Denver's America. This time, Country Roads, featuring Sarah Geist and Stephen Romero Schaefer.